1: This morning, lawmakers are back home. The president is at his retreat in Delaware. And the fate of the Biden agenda is anything but certain. There is increasing tension among moderate and progressive Democrats and a sense that the White House is falling short.
3: It's incredibly
1: toxic right now. I had a House Democrat say, you know, the White House legislative affairs operation. is just they don't know what they're doing. One Democratic lawmaker told ABC News, quote, most of us are at a loss for words. There was no plan. Do you usually
4: dance? Because I'm kind of bopping right now. So are you bopping because I'm bopping because you're I watching I didn't
5: even it? see you bopping. Are you watching us? No, I was looking are you at sure? Twitter. I'm 100% positive.
4: Okay, so you usually bop.
5: <laughs> I don't know that I usually Because I'm do. hoping
4: you're not bopping because I'm bopping. So it's Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Ca- Coffee Clatch b- bopping. Because if... If we look like uh, hello Melrose, then I'm going to hang myself. It's
5: let's talk Melrose. Let's talk
4: Melrose. Okay.
5: Um, and I don't know. I didn't know you were dancing. You don't usually dance. I got
4: into the song today.
5: Uh, I was into the song. Okay. I was just in as a long as you happy mood. That's today. Fine, that's
4: fine because actually you look beautiful. So it's good to see you dance. As long as you're not dancing because it's that. Tom and Al's Variety Hour. I
5: lit it, I literally did not even see you dancing. Oh, I am, was not on the screen. Hold on,
4: here, kids. How can we help for, you?
5: I was not on the screen okay, for there the you show. Go. Share this it with your down. brother. Uh, <laughs> I was not on the screen where I was looking at the show. I okay. was just I make looking sure. up at topics on Twitter and kind of dancing happily to myself because I'm in a happy mood. Because, among other things, Kristen Cinema killed... The, well, not killed necessarily permanently, but has... a. Uh, caused some problems with the infrastructure bill, well, well and that see. makes me happy it's a
4: particularly good open as a matter of fact mm-hmm. i'm going to start it again okay do you mind okay it's a great open it's a great open by the way the uh the uh just so you know the sound you're hearing at the very end is a uh, gladys Berejiklian, who is the premier of 45th premier of new south wales in australia and um she quit so you're going to hear a reaction to that at the end no more noise from out there Ready? Here we go. Ready? <laughs> Here we go. Here we again. go. Here we go. I'll try not to
5: dance this time. So I, I love you dancing. Okay. I just
4: didn't know it was you. If you were trying to compliment me. No,
5: I literally and... didn't even see you doing it because oh, yeah. I was. Oh yeah. You know what? You know what it is. You know topics. what's.
4: You know what's affected my head. What? I have never had such feelings where. It's much like when I watch the Hello Melrose open <laughs> when they're all dancing and the guys are like. Doing this thing where they're pretending really not to look, I know I'm being goofy. Thing you said that's a thing, is it?
5: Yeah, it's a no, it's uh, they call it like performative awkwardness or okay, something. Okay, so let like me just make it put it on a bigger it, yeah. scale.
4: People would know it from Stephen Colbert's vax dance, where this whole time when he's dancing with vaccinated people, he's and his mouth is open the whole time. Yeah,
5: they call that soy face, really? Yeah,
4: anyway, there's nothing that. There's nothing that so pushes me towards purchasing a long gun and scope, that, not to hurt anybody, right. but th- I get hateful thoughts in my mind, especially <laughs> when I see people doing that. So it was just. just but they of say
5: that. it's like a thing, even if you look at like photos of guys on online dating profiles, yeah. right? That they all have this same expression. That's like, like it's
4: yeah. Oh, don't goofy, take it seriously. Like, kind I don't want to seem vulnerable like, here. I I'm playing along right. a little
5: bit. And it's like worse than if you just seemed vulnerable,
4: right? And that, but the Colbert dancing thing, where mm-hmm. he's dancing with the Vax thing, that's a crime against humanity, right. up there with the biggies. Mm-hmm. You may dance. I'd I like you know to.
5: I don't know if I can. You I wasn't really thinking good about today. It. I can't so
1: do it on so demand. Dance. This morning, lawmakers are back home. The president is at his retreat in Delaware, (laughs) and the fate of the Biden agenda is anything but certain. There is increasing tension among moderate and progressive Democrats and a sense that the White House is falling short.
3: It's incredibly
1: toxic right now. I had a House Democrat say, you know, the White House legislative affairs operation is just they don't know what they're doing. One Democratic lawmaker told ABC News, quote, most of us are at a loss for words. There was no plan, no strategy, no timing.
5: U.S. officials telling NBC News the Biden administration is preparing for
1: an even more massive surge in October. Up to 400,000 migrants crossing the border, which would be a record.
6: As you can hear the chants from the the crowd,
7: let's go, go Brandon. Therefore, it pains me to announce that I have no option but to resign from the office of Premier.
4: That is her. That is the premier Gladys, whatever her face is, resigning. That was a footage from a club, a bar in Australia. I think they miss her. Couldn't happen to a, a bigger tyrant. So much going on. Today is such a great day. I don't even know where to start today. It's such a great day. Such a great day. I'm sorry, guys, by the way, that I made her stop dancing. That was you were you looked lovely, Alice, and I put a I shut it down. I don't even know where to start. There's so much to talk about today. There's too much to talk about today. You literally had leftist activists, spoiled little brats, follow Kristen Cinema into a bathroom. Have you even seen this yet?
5: I haven't seen that,
4: no. Alice has been at church and <laughs> shuttling kids around. Uh, so you haven't seen it, but it's it's remarkable. Remarkable. They follow her, and a guy and a woman follow her right into the bathroom and wait in the stall and ask her questions. Of course, they, pick the, <laughs> they wake the one person crazy enough to not be... Bothered by it whatsoever, so cinema just does her stuff. But it's crazy. I don't actually have this cut by itself, but I do have the, I do have the, I can play it so that we can hear it. It's, we are in a new.
5: Is it even legal to film in bathrooms? No, <laughs> no,
4: no Isn't way. is there
5: a reasonable expectation of privacy in a bathroom?
4: Do you remember when I followed, um, what's the Katy Perry, all the way up to the tip of the bathroom? When I was with the Herald. At
5: the Super Bowl?
4: Yeah, at the Super Bowl. I have all the footage. I've hidden it because it's so stocky, stalkerish. It's such a stalking thing. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna—I was trying to follow her. She was walking. She—they were lost in her entourage. So I was trying to follow her and get close enough to her to ask her a question while filming. But I just looked like paparazzi—a big fat <laughs> paparazzi, <laughs> Katie, Katie. But I was gonna ask her about trying to get ask her about her, her f- fight with Taylor Swift. But in the end, because I couldn't get quite close enough to her. And I wanted her to be able to get her mm-hmm. to to answer the question. Um, I never quite—I don't think I quite shouted the question. And but then she went into the bathroom. And they're like, "Dude, really? What are you doing? <laughs> like, are you a psycho?" And I'm like, "No, no, I'm with the Boston Herald." And he's like, "Well, that's supposed to be a good paper. I mean, what do you get? You guys should be ashamed of yourselves." And, oh my goodness! As far as I know, I just am following her. her to the bathroom, and she was like, seemed really sweet to people as she's walking and saying hi. She's mm-hmm. just a woman who just had to use the bathroom. And Fatty you had to... Boog- <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. I
5: feel like that might be ableist or something. And somebody held
4: on where her doggy while it was there. Or were, wait, wait is it ableist?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Katie, is Kitty Perry no, not No, that, that
5: impression that you did of it's, yourself yeah. seemed ableist.
4: Or, or it's funny you say that because I've been attacked on social media for pointing out Chris Christie's. Did you see this? No. Chris Christie was on... Oh, we're going to play his audio in a moment. Chris Christie was on one of the shows this morning. And they have him sitting at the end of the table. So all you can see is his primary fat roll. <laughs> as somebody who knows uh, how sensitive that can be, seating can be, especially if you're on TV and you're in that angle, mm-hmm. I just tweeted something about it and somebody like responded Would would you make fun of a black person if he was fat, sweating this? i was like, You're missing the point of the world. <laughs> I tweeted as a fat person, I can understand that is a tough place to put this guy, but I gave him kudos. Anyway, who cares? So they, they're these people, these activists, because Democrats activists, they're they're babies. They have to get their way, or else they get to do break all the rules and burn the things and do whatever they want to, and stop people in elevators and do whatever they want to, and yell at Tucker Carlson and try to you know kill his wife and kids in his house when he's not there because they get to because they want things now also, and they've always been crazy, told they can have what's everything. What's
5: crazy is that it's the progressives that stopped her bill because they want her to do other stuff that they want like. She didn't do anything to them. She's just not convinced to vote for a certain bill. Like she didn't like go out of her way to block something the way they did. Nancy Pelosi was going to hold a vote, and she couldn't because whatever her name is, Jayapal and AOC yeah. and all those people literally wouldn't allow her to vote on it. They stopped the world and stopped the bipartisan bill that's the actual roads. So we're going to need to talk
4: all about that. We're going to get to all that stuff, and it's mm-hmm. remarkable to me what's happening here. But here's a couple of psychos uh, going after Kirsten Cinema as she's walking into the bathroom at Arizona State University. I'm back. i
6: back. Sit said
4: we want to talk to you real quick. Want to talk to you real quick? Hi, actually,
5: her. I am heading out.
4: Now she goes uh, into um, the bathroom. Right now is a real oh, no, moment yes. that our people need in order for us to be able to talk about what's really happening. We need a Build Back Better plan right now. Now she's walked into the bathroom.
7: We we knocked on the doors. Harbor? We need solutions to build that. Enterprise. She's just opened
4: the stall we door. She's now in the stall, and the thing. woman in the red. We
7: knocked on doors for you. The
4: Red, a shirt is standing right outside of the stall. The guy is holding the camera, still filming.
7: <laughs> to get you elected, and just how we got you elected, we can get you out of office if you don't support what you promised us.
3: We need 7 million
4: citizenship for
3: 7 million. We need the
4: that. Can you imagine this effing cretin in there yelling her? She's in the stall doing stuff that you do in a stall Mm -hmm. at this point. By the way, there's also somebody else in another stall who walks out uh, horrified.
7: My name is Blanca. I was
4: brought here to the United States when I was three years old. Just FYI, Uh you're an asshole, okay? Can you imagine? My I name know. is Blanca. You know, no, your name is Dickhead in the bathroom harassing a person. That's your name. That's all your name is.
7: And in 2010, my grandparents both got deported because of sp1070. And another I'm here woman I walking out of the stall because we need a path to citizenship. My grandfather passed away 2 weeks ago and I was not able to go to Mexico and visit him because there is no pathway to citizenship.
4: And another we- woman walks into the bathroom and walks out because there's There's an assault happening
7: opportunity to pass it right now then we need to do it because there's millions of undocumented people just like me who share the same story or even worse things that happen to them because of SB 1070 and because of anti-immigrant legislation and this is the opportunity to pass it right now and we need you to we need to she's
4: speaking to the bathroom door the stall where there's (laughs) it is you could see under you can see over it is It is very open space.
7: Accountable to what you told us, what you promised us that you were going to pass when we knocked on doors for you. It's not right.
4: That cinema flushing the toilet after going to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. right in front of this lady. I'm
0: a survivor. I'm a survivor of human trafficking. And it's because
4: of the... Cinema lo- walks right in front of her, out of the stall, washing her hands. The, we
0: don't the
4: girl's in her face now. Cinema's washing her hands. doesn't notice. The
0: I need you stand Lots of
4: people who are like and, and and... there you go. That's the end of the video. I can tell you... Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. You don't know... I don't know a lot about people. I know Kirsten Cinema is a wacky person... And wears crazy pumps and does dances and this and that. She is a good and patient human being.
5: She's also the bravest person in Washington. If
4: maybe. I, if that was me, mm-hmm. I would use every tool at my disposal.
5: Would there be some profanity? Uh, <laughs> there wouldn't just
4: be profanity. The experience that I was having in there... Would be shared with people. <laughs> that lady right there, for instance, un- with Blanca, as a matter of fact. In one way or another. <laughs> I'm not going to say how. But, uh, but, so, yeah, so, so, go ahead.
5: So, Kirsten Cinema is... Kirsten. Is it Kirsten? Sorry. Sorry, Kirsten. It's okay. We're not going to have our Kirsten, Kirsten, Kirsten debate again, are we? Um, Kirsten Cinema is... Uh, her and joe manchin but i mean i think joe manchin sort of has this he has a long-standing reputation and he's in a very red state and he's sort of an institution so he's a little more like able to to withstand this onslaught she's the only person besides him who's willing to take the heat for this i mean not all of the other 48 senators really want this stuff right they take the heat cinema and mansion take the heat so that the bill can get smaller and other senators can go home to their constituents and say well we wanted it i fought for it i tried i managed to keep this thing in here you know so this bill right now is three and a half trillion joe Manchin is saying i think uh, like 1.2 trillion or something is his maximum so they're gonna have to carve it down so they're kind of in a position right now where they're talking about like what do we do do we like cut a bunch of the programs out of this all together do we do all the programs but just fund them for like a couple years and then like hope that you know, we can do something in the future, which is, it, like, that's an ugly way to go because, mm-hmm. you know, then you have these fights all the time about stuff. Once so what's going to happen out. here?
4: All every okay, podcast so- I listened to Friday was depressed. All the commentary podcasts and national review podcasts were like, oh my God, I can't believe this. We're spinning ourselves into oblivion. It's all over, et cetera. So okay, so
5: basically they ended up splitting, like, originally he had the American, whatever, American Families Plan or whatever stupid huge thing he made. That was like his Build Back Better thing. His infrastructure and all the jokes were like, oh, like, child care is infrastructure. <laughs> like, you know, home health care is infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Everything's infrastructure, right? Um, so they split it into two parts, right? So cinema and Manchin and Biden, like, brokered this deal. They found 10 Republicans who would vote for, like, railroads, bridges, roads, like, the usual things that you think mm-hmm. of. In infrastructure it's about a half a trillion dollars it's like 550 billion or something still a lot but it's like on actual stuff and they got 10 republicans to sign on to it that passed the senate that's bipartisan that got it 60 votes that it needed and then they put all their like ridiculous insane wish list stuff free pre-k free childcare, extending this tax credit of like the free money every month forever all this you know, extra stuff, Mm -hmm. that's the three and a half trillion. That's a
4: Build Back Better. Right.
5: And that they're doing through reconciliation. Right, I get you. So there's been all kinds of fights over this, and the Senate parliamentarian has now, like, become a celebrity because the Senate parliamentarian is the person who, like, tells...
4: What can't be reconciliation can't So
5: they, like, took out amnesty out of it. They Mm -hmm. said, you can't do that by reconciliation. Sorry, guys. Like, all kinds of stuff like that. But... This is like what the House, the super progressives in the House want. And they're saying they're not going to pass the smaller. It's not really small, but the smaller.
4: Right. Roads and Bridges. Roads
5: and Bridges bill. Unless they get an agreement on the big one. Right. So they literally blocked Pelosi from voting on the bipartisan plan. And Pelosi's now set a new deadline. That's the end of October. It was supposed to be lastly. How did they block her? In other words,
4: they said we're not going to vote, yes. vote for. They said we're not going to vote for. So it wouldn't pass. Yeah. So okay. she didn't
5: have enough votes to okay. to get it. So now they're trying to get desperately mansion and cinema to agree to something. So that they can get the progressives to agree to the bipartisan bill. Sinema's pissed off at them because this was like she worked her butt off to like work out this bipartisan deal and get Republicans on board and stuff. And like they're tanking her bill. So I don't know, like Joe Manchin's thrown this number out here of the $1.2 trillion that Biden would like it to be higher. He's said $2.5 trillion he wants to see ultimately. But... You know, I don't know if he'll go up a little from that, but she's not even giving a number. It's not clear. And she said, like, there's stuff, you know, that she doesn't want to see in there. There are things that she won't agree to, like, on principle. Like, remember, she killed the minimum wage thing before. Like, there's stuff that she just disagrees with as, as a moderate on principle. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's unclear what's going to happen now. I mean, they I'm thinking they'll probably ultimately end up with something that they can get through. But and Biden has kind of uh, modified his expectations a little bit here. Now they're saying like, okay, these bills are definitely going to be tied. They've like bowed to the Progressive Caucus and say we're going to tie these two things together then and we'll get this done. But it might take a little longer, but we'll like we're going to work it out. We're going to figure it out. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think people yelling at vote on the
4: on the straight infrastructure, hard infrastructure bill.
5: I think they already did, didn't they?
4: Uh, oh, yes, they did. That's right. Yeah. The, Pelosi already, has to vote on that one. Right. They have to vote on the crazy one.
5: Right. And Pelosi doesn't have control of the progressives enough to get them on board with it until Manchin and Cinema agree to something for the crazy one in the Senate. Right. So they're kind of at an impasse right now. Um, and it's funny like how the left frames this stuff. Where they're like, two senators are destroying, like, how can two senators overrule 48 senators? Like, Bernie Sanders tweeted this. Mm -hmm. Like, how come two senators have more power than 48 other senators? Like, that's crazy.
4: Pure politics. Yeah, so,
5: and then it's funny, and I hate, like, when people use their kids like this, but this actually really happened, I swear. Sally was looking over my shoulders, I was, like, trying to read up on what was going on, and I had that Bernie Sanders tweet up, and she said, wait, how many states does each senator have? And I said, two. And she said, wait, so how can it be two versus 48? And I said, well, it's not. It's 52 versus 48. We're just leaving out the other 50 because that's like more convenient for our narrative. But yeah, but it's 52 versus 48. Was she literally
4: crying, by the way? She
5: she was shaking. She was shaking. (laughs) Uh, So um, yeah, no, it's. It's all ridiculous. It's ridiculous that, you know, they're trying with 50 senators to, you know, change the entire makeup of the country. But like I said, they're going to have to make some decisions here. Like, do they just do a couple of these programs or do they I mean, there's people trying to push Biden to like think New Deal who was it? One of these people. I think it was Larry Summers right. or somebody said, piecemeal. like, plant a lot of seeds mm-hmm. and see what grows. Like, right. Just that's, do- that's
4: would be, that would be the way that it would look like a functional Congress, of course, when you voted on Bill's piecemeal rather than mm-hmm. the huge, comprehensive effing whales. Right. Obviously.
5: And trying to stuff amnesty in it and everything else that you can think of. Speaking
4: but- of the water, Alice, I want to let you know something. OK. I was at a bar. Was that last night? Was that last night that I was at a bar? Yeah. Yeah, I had a drink at a bar mm-hmm. uh, called the Sunset Club Plum Island, which is in a place called Newburyport, Massachusetts-ish. And uh, oh, actually, it's technically in Newbury. Okay, fine. And the place is fantastic, fantastic. If we have a listener event, it may be there. Wow. It the place is huge, huge outside place, I mean, I don't think it's great in February, but but I was very pleased, very pleased. I saw a uh, Friends of the Show, and our own friends,
7: mm-hmm.
4: want to say hello and uh, thank you, and happy birthday to Celine, Alice, who's probably listening to this right now. Not Celine Dion, a better Celine, who's listening to this right now, probably on the treadmill, where I hope, by the way, Celine, you will be going harder and faster than Joel. Um, but anyway, I, I, this bar was just um, was a great place, and I want to mm-hmm. say hello to Celine. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Can I get to Fauci now?
5: You can get to Fauci. All right. I'll allow it.
4: There's all sorts of... Geez, this, is, this is so crazy. This isn't just Fauci, but he's the guy who goes out there. He was on 133 shows that I could count so far on Sunday today. Um, just, it's remarkable. First thing you should know, let me start with...
5: Can I say one thing quickly? Yeah. Is I think our household income is slightly less than Dr. Fauci's household income. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the kind of time he has to go on as many TV shows no. as he does. So
4: I'm on a show for five <laughs> hours a day, and I don't do as much show as he does. It's true. So here's the thing. First thing you should know is this week, Hugh Hewitt, and if you guys haven't seen this, I'm just going to play a cut of this. Hugh Hewitt torpedoed Fauci and beat him brutally. An interview that I think it's impossible to come back
8: from. It, it, it started like this. The controversy since the virus started include... The botch testing at the beginning, no research on masks for children in primary care, the J&J pause, the controversy over the, um, uh, the use or non-use of ivermectin, and there was no study yet completed. Dr. Collins told me it's not done yet. The, uh, the No discussion of, of natural immunity, which exists and ought to be out there. The discussion of herd immunity, which is swish, switched back and forth. The mass discussion at the beginning, don't wear masks, the noble lie, and then wear masks. Now, equity issues in the FDA panel scientific discussion. I've lost confidence in the CDC and the FDA. And I actually believe a lot of Americans, a significant part of America, now have lost confidence in you, Dr. Fauci. Is there a point where you will say, I do more harm than good because people don't listen to me anymore? And step aside.
3: No. Absolutely, unequivocally no,
4: Hugh. No. Absolutely. Now, Hugh then gave it back to him and again and again said that. People have lost faith. They don't think they can't trust. To the point where Fauci was salty and was red and was at one point looking to the side at like an assistant, whatever, like, can you believe this is going on? He took such a beating. It was vicious and it was good to see. And the fact that it happened, that it's out there, is excellent. Because that means people are talking about it. Couldn't help but mm-hmm. percolate. Hugh Hewitt's Hugh, a gentleman of a broadcaster. You know, he wasn't, you know, kneecapping the guy. But he put it to him. What everybody else is saying. So here's Fauci right off the... the uh- well, you
5: can't only do interviews all the time. If you're, like, not a partisan, if you're a nonpartisan, like, public health official, you can't... Only talk to people that idolize you twenty four seven. Like at some point, you have to reach out and explain yourself to the other half of the country—the half that's saying, "What the heck?" Right? Like you can't only deal with like fawning sycophants twenty four seven if you want to reach the, other it, people. Well, the problem
4: is this: if you watch Fauci with uh, Chuck Todd or mm-hmm. Jake Tapper or Anderson Cooper or any of these people on the weekend shows as, as well. They treat him like the esteemed doctor, and never cross-examine him. Never. They act they're soliciting medical advice from the Pope of Medicine. <laughs> no, they really are. <laughs> and it's not a, the, something you need a journalist for. It's weird. You don't just give somebody a a, a a platform and then prostrate yourself while they speak. It's craziness.
5: Well, especially if they persistently lie. I mean, We're, isn't Jake Tapper, Mister? I don't have liars right. on my show.
4: So here's Fauci, he's, Dana Bash had him on today, and this guy is all in. I think now he figures that his safety for him is within the administration, within the most progressive messaging going around across the country, and he's embracing it. The
3: idea of getting vaccinated, for example, getting children in school vaccinated, which is gone right mm-hmm. now with Governor Newsom in California, things like that are not new. I mean, there are school situations where I know my yeah. own children how to get vaccinated With a variety of vaccines in order to be able to go to school. And real quick. There's nothing new about that.
0: Should other states follow California's lead and require kids to get vaccinated for the coronavirus to go to school?
3: You know, I'm not going to be recommending things to other states. Classic Fauci. That Mm -hmm. said. I'll let the leaders of those states. But I think what the governor did in California was something that was sound judgment. So,
4: yes. In other words, I'm not going to pontificate on that. But absolutely, yes. I mean, the thing. But but hold on. Mm -hmm. one second. He was. uh, you know the, the governor of and i may play the whole thing raw governor of west virginia was on w- uh, on one of the shows today and face the nation or whatever and she was bashing him saying you mandate that everybody take that you know this vaccine and that vaccine in school why can't they take this vaccine and fauci did the same thing fauci knows the difference between this vaccine and all the other ones that the kids have to take yeah and this what's one hasn't the even Alice? been out a year what's what else is the difference
5: uh, the disease doesn't make kids sick.
4: Right. <laughs> this isn't a kid thing. You know, it, it, it just, it just has, it's just not a kid thing. Why are you treating a kid for something that it has nothing to do with him? This mm-hmm. is not, they're not in this one. You know, they were in the Spanish flu the, 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 the first time around, that was hitting kids.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: So it's not a kid thing. And Fauci well, yeah, knows and that. And every time kids. he doesn't say <laughs> that, he's a bleeping liar. Every time he it's a, a lie of omission people look at him and say wow this guy's full of it he's lying he's he, and people saying well you got to try health health experts no they're propagandizing if they were doing health experty things including telling us we don't know when they don't know then they'd have some credibility but this is a total propaganda right. and
5: like the thing is too like so i know that gavin newsom's only doing it like as the vaccine is approved for different age groups or whatever but like it's not even approved for the young kids yet at all. Mm-hmm. Like Pfizer is not even saying they, you know, they're saying that they have like five to 11 data, but the the FDA hasn't approved it for kids that young yet. So it seems a little premature to be like demanding that everybody take it. It's crazy because like we've played all this stuff like Biden, you know, saying last year that he wasn't going to mandate anything and Gen Saki saying they wouldn't mandate anything and everybody saying that's not the government's role. Pelosi saying everybody. Right. But. Like, we switched to mandating it pretty darn quick. And then, like, the kids one isn't even out yet, and we're mandating it, like, in advance.
2: Right. Like, once
5: it's out, it will be mandated. To me, this
4: is a whole campaign of Biden administration slash healthcare bureaucracy brand repair.
5: Well, right, because they were hoping that they could just let the vaccine go and that there wouldn't be any more waves and that they could, like, take credit for getting rid of COVID. But then there was, like another wave or two and they couldn't get it under control because you can't control it because it's a virus that comes in waves and you know they are now like flailing and just you know yelling at everybody get mm-hmm. vaccinated we're losing patience with you you caused this you did it put on a mask like it you can't make the wave go away
4: right and and they've and, they've, and now for Fauci now saying oh, no, 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 I consider fully vaccinated now, vaccinated with a booster, three shots now. Well, here we go. I guess that's new. I mean, these are all attempts to, he, they're trying to hit their numbers, what they're trying to do with mm-hmm. the kids, saying maybe we keep this up, we'll get 80%. We get 80% of them really somewhere. Mm-hmm. We can say we did the the 80%. We can say, we can look back and say, we got every kid K through 12 vaccinated, you know? This is totally trying to scrape up, dig up some kind of win and victory through this since Biden ran on being the guy who knows how to handle this the pandemic unlike the crazy Mm -hmm. guy before him and he doesn't he doesn't know how to handle a damn thing and so this is landmine after landmine this administration has not missed one every step is a new landmine
5: and what we're seeing now is a lot of the countries that we were told knew how to handle covid and that were being held up as the antithesis to like the trump debacle um You know, they don't know how to handle COVID either, especially like the Delta variant came along. That was more infectious, not really more deadly, but more infectious. So more people are getting it. And you look at these countries like Australia, where they're so emotionally attached to a policy of zero COVID that they like they don't know what to do now. You know, they don't know how to transition to the next phase of this, which is that everybody who wants to be vaccinated can get vaccinated. And then you move on with your life because you know a positive test rate is not going anywhere. You know Singapore is having this problem too. There were European countries.
4: Hold on, hold on, hold on.
8: Sorry. There were European. Sorry. Go ahead.
5: (laughs) There were European. I'm trying to do stuff. It's okay. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, There were European countries that went to. You know, now we're going to declare COVID endemic, and we're going to you know, move forward without restrictions and they've committed to that. But a lot of them also had very high rates of spread, you know, at at other phases of the pandemic. So they never like fully adopted the zero COVID policies that like Australia and New Zealand and some Asian countries had. Right. So, you know, they've been able to do that very effectively where they're now saying like, OK, it's endemic. We're moving on with our lives. But you take like mm-hmm. the example of Singapore that also tried to declare covid endemic and say like now we're vaccinated we're moving on and they have extremely high vaccination rates they they have a problem because they did adopt zero covid early on they did like close their borders and take it really seriously and have really heavy duty quarantining and um they're having a hard time like transitioning people psychologically into the idea that the that it's that we're done now, you know, because even though they have very high vaccination rates, they have like young people in their 20s coming in and getting a positive test and like being terrified and showing up at the hospital because they've been like so psychologically conditioned that like any COVID in the population is Mm. horrific. But they're like a vaccinated 20 year old and they're not showing any symptoms, but they had a positive test. And now they're like at the emergency room, like check me in, put me on oxygen, you know, so because they're like so petrified of it you know and because that that was like how their country decided to handle the pandemic they have almost zero population immunity from getting sick because they so effectively blocked it out early in the pandemic now they're you know pretty much vaccinated but it's, like, very hard for people to let go of this idea that a positive COVID test means instant death because they're, like, conditioned to it now, you know. So And, and we don't have to, like, feel that way anymore because whether you've just decided that your risk of COVID is low enough that you're going to risk getting it without a vaccine or whether you're afraid and you got a vaccine, like, there's really no reason to be, like, stressed anymore.
4: Right. Right. But And you'll see in a moment we're going to play a little bit of the West Virginia governor, Jim Justice then the media is is staying steady with, they're just pushing around. They're part of this campaign. They're mm-hmm. pushing now saying, they're going looking at red states saying, hey, you're spiking now. You have more hospitalizations because you're failing to get kids vaccinated or you're failing to do this and that, et cetera, mm-hmm. trying to push them. They're, just, they're another arm of Fauci in the Biden administration. It's cra- it's crazy. But here's more Fauci today.
0: The CDC director said on Friday that the agency is reevaluating what's known as Title 42. That was an order uh, done on an emergency basis that allows the U.S. immigration uh, officials to expel migrants more easily because of the pandemic. Uh, you have talked about this. There are widespread vaccines and testing now. As a public health official, do you see a medical reason still to continue to impose that rule?
3: You know, I'm not going I'm, to, I'm sorry, Dana, but I, I am not as familiar with the intricacies of that to make any comment about that rule. Okay, not going to make any comment about it. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. I just you know, my, my feeling has always been that focusing on immigrants, expelling them or what have you, is not the solution to mm-hmm. an outbreak.
4: OK, so I'm not going to say anything about it, but stop it. Let all <laughs> the immigrants in. guy is re- remarkable. And today he is so entitled. It is remarkable.
3: Talk about actually established religions. There are so few of those that actually will not allow you to get vaccinated.
0: So how do you, though, tell somebody that their faith doesn't, if they say this is my faith uh, and it doesn't fall into that yeah. traditional religion? And, ha- and then on the flip side, how do you kind of tell whether or not that's just an excuse?
4: Can you imagine? How do you know if they're lying about what they well, really I'll believe? I'll know. I'll know <laughs> what they really believe.
3: Yeah, I know, Dana, that's going to be very difficult. I would hope that people would understand Mm -hmm. that all of this is for their benefit, for the safety of themselves. (gasps) That ain't helping. Their family and their societal responsibility. You know, other situations locally have dealt with that. There was a situation back in California years ago Mm -hmm. when Governor Jerry Brown was the governor. And he said no religious exemptions because of the fact that it was being abused. I'm not sure how it's going to roll out. I just would encourage people to realize the importance of this to get this outbreak under control.
4: <sighs> there are other exemptions happening out there right now.
5: Yeah, and you're going to have to have the religious exemptions ultimately, I believe in the in the long term. Uh, I don't there's a first amendment in this country and it's protected and like what you need for a religious exemption isn't like a note from your priest. You know, it's what you personally right. believe. You know, So if you believe that there's something wrong about the vaccine, then you have the right to not take it. That's, I mean... No,
4: Fauci's going to hold you down. And you're getting it anyway. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And if you believe, <laughs> speaking of uh, actually getting some more utility out of your first parody song last year, Alice, it may be good to go again this year. We
6: can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell.
4: First of all, if I was a producer on that show, I would throw up. I would projectile vomit knowing <laughs> I, I work for a show where the host <laughs> is actually asked that question. That's what I'm saying. When I say that they they bring them on, like these pontiffs of medicine, can we do Christmas or not? It's like, who the <laughs> fuck? What is he, Santa or Jesus? What is it? He doesn't get to decide. Can we do Christmas? Why would she ask like that? Why would she even <laughs> set that up? You let me know. I'm gonna have to make a decision based. To... It's
6: pukish. We can gather for Christmas, or it's just too soon to tell.
3: You know, Margaret, we, it's just too soon to tell. We've yeah. just got to concentrating on continuing to get those numbers down.
4: I'm not canceling it all together right here. I mean, I probably will. I may have a reason to cancel it. May have to do that in a little bit. But I'm not going to do it right here. But expect it in the not too near future if I'm not pleased with the numbers. What a madman. What a madman.
3: And not try to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Let's focus like a laser on continuing to get those those cases down and we can do it by people getting vaccinated and also in the situation where boosters are appropriate to get people boosted because we know Focus that like they the can laser. help greatly in diminishing infection, and in diminishing advanced disease, the kinds right. of data that are now accumulating in real time.
4: So there you go. Yeah, we can. I'm not going to cancel it all outright right now, but there's a chance we're going to have to. We don't want to do it yet. The fact that he would even answer the question, that she would ask a question is <laughs> horrific and makes me feel dirty. The fact that he would answer it, mm-hmm. like, without saying, I do not control Christmas. and I work for <laughs> this. I supposedly work for this um, part of the FDA that does this and that. And the- but,
5: like, I mean, just, do the- people like this, do they do this for, like, other FDA and CDC advice? Do they, like, not eat the raw cookie dough because the eggs and, like, do, I mean... But do they do that with like everything
4: and saying, can we do Christmas are we allowed
5: oh, oh I can't I can't are people really going to do that again this year the whole like I mean remember the lady who had her two sons over and they ate in like separate rooms yes. with all the windows open and they still got COVID or whatever like I just people are really going to do that again this year now that they're vaccinated like I haven't worn a mask since like May or whatever when it was when the mandates got lifted here and I don't intend to start again. I, you know, I I don't know who these people are who are like... Right. And I think, that, I mean, like, even in blue Massachusetts, like, our daughter got invited to a party and all the kids who are all required to wear masks in school were all inside together at the party and, like, probably some of their parents are Democrats and stuff. Like, I, oh, yeah. who are these people who are, like... Still following all this insane guidance.
4: No, it's crazy. So here's face nation. This is, um, her name is, uh, Margaret, make and this is with the governor of West Virginia. Okay. Listen how she says. Overall,
6: two thirds of Americans over 18 are fully vaccinated and a new study last week determined unvaccinated Americans were eight times more likely to get the Delta variant than those who are unvaccinated and were 57 more times more likely to die. West Virginia is one state in crisis due to the Delta variant. One
4: state in crisis due to the Delta variant.
6: And their vaccination rate is considerably below the national average. Republican Governor Jim Justice joins us. Governor, you were leading the pack uh, out of the gate, and now you've hit this wall. Why aren't you able to convince more of your constituents to go get immunized?
9: Well, Margaret, we're a long ways from being in crisis in West Virginia. If you look at our death rate compared to the national average, we're still below the national average with our death rate. We got out of the gate right, you Your know, hospitals and are vaccinated getting overwhelmed. our people. I'm sorry?
6: Your hospitals are getting overwhelmed. You have a high infection rate. Uh,
9: we're, we're overwhelmed all across this country. I mean, for crying out loud, you know, West Virginia is managing it absolutely great, and, and, and in every way, from the standpoint of getting out first and, and vaccinating our people first in West Virginia, we wished that the boosters would have come along sooner because we got out so early that really and truly we were at the six-month uh, you know, situation way before. And think about this for just one second, Margaret. Well, on Tuesday or Wednesday... She's not pleased.
4: No, because yeah, he s- pushed back.
5: Yeah,
9: I she-
4: said the hospitals are getting overwhelmed. Be they more just- upset. Be sorry. Right. You yeah, screwed this up. This coming
9: week we will have given and administered every single one of our Pfizer vaccines to every nursing home we have in the state.
6: But Governor- You know,
9: say West Virginia's in a crisis is wrong. That's just all we it.
6: Governor, you just asked the Biden administration for more mo- monoclonal antibodies, which is one of the treatments for people who are hospitalized with this virus. Wrong. Uh, and they denied it. You need that because people are very sick. Are, are you concerned that your request was denied?
9: Well, sure, we're we concerned. It weren't, weren't denied. It was just lowered. But with all that, you know, Margaret, the, the the reality is the supply. You know, the southern states just gobbled up all the supply and everything. And 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 again, the Biden administration is standing there holding the bag. We need more antibodies here, but we're managing it.
4: Not what she wants to hear again. And when you said wrong, what did you mean? Wrong.
5: I mean, monoclonal antibodies are much more effective when you get them before you go to the hospital. It's it's like the thing, you right. know, when she's you go just, get Tamiflu, you want it right when you test right. positive. So, so she so... usually
4: gives more proof that they're, they're yeah. in crisis. It
5: reduces your chances of going to the hospital by 80 percent. And vaccinated people can take it, too. Because, I mean, like they said at the beginning, you're 57 times more likely to uh, die if you're uh, unvaccinated but that's still not zero for vaccinated people right so like if you're elderly and you get covid you might still want to go out and get the monoclonal antibodies even if you're vaccinated
6: you were talking about your are
4: Did... getting upset notice this <laughs> He's not going how he... no it's a mess just say it's a mess
6: dispute of characterization of where you are with vaccinations but um, you do seem to have hit uh, hit a wall with the younger people in your state you've done all these things with uh, mascots with your bulldog baby dog you've got giving away guns you're giving away these things why can't you
4: think you- that's said with uh with any disdain
6: mm-hmm.
4: you're giving away guns
6: you've tried literally everything all if the you're white trash away- <laughs> options you could think of out there increase vaccinations
9: Well, now just think about it. You know, since we came out with our campaign with a little old English bulldog, a baby dog, you know, that's got a face that makes everybody smile and she loves everybody, you know, but with all that, we have vaccinated hundreds of thousands of more West Virginians. It's been tremendously successful. You know, all of us, all of us all across this nation hit a wall. We we all know that the more we get vaccinated, the more we'll live. We all know that, but at the same time, we protect our freedoms, do we not?
6: We're going to talk more on the other side of this break, so stay with us.
4: It is my contention, and I listened to this live,
8: mm-hmm.
4: or I, I listened to it continuously. It is my contention that they not, did not mean to hold him over. But the segment went so badly that they said, okay, we're going to try and him, come back from this. Yes, yeah, <laughs> tell him he's staying. Let's huddle. And she and the producers got together and to get, take another Somebody shot. Somebody
5: call him. Fauci. What should we say next?
4: Right.
6: Welcome back to Face the Nation. We want to continue our conversation with West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. Uh, Governor, let's pick up where we left off, which was how your state is faring right now uh, with vaccinations and with COVID. Uh, Your... Health officials, Dr. Clay Marsh, uh, at a press conference just this week, talked about how much your medical system is under strain right now, saying the number of COVID cases and hospitalizations is higher than it has been during the entire pandemic. Um, And you yourself said you're right in the eye of the storm. So what's the problem? Why aren't people protecting themselves? Hmm.
9: Well, Margaret, they are. You know, I mean, we are in the eye of the storm. We're right at the peak of the surge right now. And from our hospital standpoint, we're absolutely, you know, we're, we're still doing elective surgeries and we're still doing all that. Uh-oh.
4: Not what she wants to hear not that there's no being- she
5: wants gunshot victims turned away from the er for uh covid patients and ivermectin people and everything else
9: absolutely they're not overloaded from the standpoint of our hospitals you know having to turn people down and all that we're absolutely uh, you know are managing this and managing it in a right way but we are right at the peak of our surge here. And we're very hopeful that it's starting to decline. It's declining in certain ways, but we're still, we're still going to be very, very vigilant in what we do.
6: You yourself at your press conference this week encouraged parents to vaccinate their children. Um, California's governor's mandating kids 12 to 17 get a vaccine to go into the school room uh, after around January. Are you going to mandate it for school kids as well?
9: No chance.
6: No chance.
4: He continues to disappoint her very badly. Mm -hmm. You hear her? Why?
6: Why? You you uh, mandate as governor, uh, as governor, uh, you mandate, we looked, measles, mumps, rubella, tetanus, polio, (laughs) other vaccines. Why won't you put COVID on that list?
9: Now, Margaret, you you know, you don't have to come in so hot. You guys (laughs) asked me to come, you know. But Margaret, the bottom line of the whole thing is just this. I truly
4: (laughs) It's true. She's so rip bleep at this point. (laughs) So angry, off the hook, angry at him, just yelling at him. Like, take a hit on something I mentioned. Take a hit on something.
9: I truly believe that the mandates only divide us and only divide us more. From the standpoint of mandates, I don't believe in imposing upon our freedoms over and over and over. And I've said that over. I don't know how many times I got to say it. <laughs> but from the standpoint of our children, I'm going to still, I'm going to still encourage. In every way, because I truly believe that the more people that we get vaccinated, yeah. the less people will die. But at the same time,
4: we still. Yeah, she's not listening. That's a yeah, I'm not listening. She's waiting for a second of silence so that she can take another shot at you.
9: we got to stand up for who we are. For but crying out loud, we're Americans.
6: I, I know this has become a big um, issue for the Republican Party, which you are a part of, in terms of framing this as a freedom of choice. But for small children, you mandate that their parents get them those immunizations. I know
4: that you're just a political a-hole and shallow, etc., but there are real
6: human being
4: children involved.
6: so that they are safe in the classroom. They don't have uh, freedom on. safe in the classroom. Hold on one second. They, small children, you mandate that their parents get them those immunizations so that they are safe in the classroom.
4: They don't have... Like we said, this is not one of those. Right. They are safe in the classroom
6: freedoms as children to choose whether or not to get polio or not. We protect them against that. Why don't you want to protect those children by mandating well, it? Margaret,
9: Margaret, to uh, to to think or, that I don't want to protect the children is ridiculous. I mean, we all want to protect our children. But parents have decisions to make in this in this situation too. Just like the local officials have decisions to make. For crying out loud, you know, that's that's who should be making these decisions, is the parents. You know, and and for the government. Well you make those decisions as
6: a governor, actually.
9: Well, we can go on and on about this forever, but uh, but in this situation, we're not going to change. And, Actually, and, and, and she d- says, and really and truly, millennial. It never has really sure. mattered to me. You know, I, I do think this nation is so divided from the stand- standpoint of partisanship; it's unbelievable. And yeah. right now, what you had AOC say just earlier, you know, our team needs to be better. Well, you elect individuals; you don't elect a team. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. So anyway, you get it. Probably spent mm-hmm. a little too much time there, but. You get this, this, the, they're so intent. Come on, come on. It's all one big push. They're so intent and they do it every week, every week in and out. Um, let's see. The last piece I have on this is once again, when you've now deputized everybody to be doctors and they're not mm-hmm. now, and, or, or if there are doctors you're forcing them to be propagandists or forcing them to be, you know, the people in charge of, um, of paying the rent and not getting evicted or gun control, whatever it is, then you put a, a high ranking of, of bureaucrats and um, cabinet members at risk of being eviscerated in
2: front of Senate committees. With an Israeli study that had uh, 2.5 million patients and found that the vaccinated group was actually seven times more likely to get infected with COVID than the people who had gotten COVID naturally. Senator, I'd have to get back to you on that one. I'm not familiar with that study. Well, you think you might want to be, if you're going to travel the country, insulting the uh, millions of Americans, including NBA star Jonathan Isaac, who have had COVID recovered, look at a study with 2.5 million people and say, well, you know what? It looks like my immunity is as good as a vaccine or not. And In a free country, maybe I ought to be able to make that decision. Instead, you've chosen to travel the country calling people like Jonathan Isaac and others, myself included, flat earthers. We find that very insulting, goes against the science. Are you a doctor or a medical doctor?
3: I have worked uh, over 30 Um, years on health policy.
2: you're, You're not a medical doctor. Do you have a science degree? And yet you travel the country calling people flat earthers who have had COVID, looked at studies of millions of people, and made their own personal decision that their immunity they naturally acquired is sufficient. But you presume somehow, to tell over a hundred million Americans who have survived COVID that we have no right to determine our own medical care. You alone are on high and you've made these decisions, a lawyer with no scientific background, no medical degree. This is an arrogance coupled with an authoritarianism that is unseemly and un-American. You, sir, are the one ignoring the science. The vast preponderance of scientific studies, dozens and dozens show robust long-lasting immunity after COVID infection. Even the CDC does not recommend measles vaccine if you have measles immunity. The same was true for smallpox. But you ignore history and science to shame the flat earthers, as you call them. You should be ashamed of yourself and apologize to the American people for being dishonest about naturally And equality. there you go.
4: You get these guys who mm-hmm. absolutely get eviscerated and filleted up there in the senate
2: before we go for
4: um those and begin our patreon only uh part i just want to leave everybody else with a a good piece of audio this is the only pitted bull who i really like alice this is pitbull uh, during a concert this cut is making its way around the internet and i now officially love pitbull so whoever
3: the doesn't like the united states of america may god bless you or you at the same time
2: if you don't like the United States of America, go back to the countries that we the f- from, and you'll see how much you appreciate the United States of America. Here,
4: here, pitted bull. Here, mm-hmm. here, pitted bull. So,
5: what's going to be on the other side on Patreon? I'm
4: glad you asked that else because um, we're going to focus squarely on the Biden administration and how they're handling things. Uh, how and people
5: uh, chanting about Brandon
4: and brand yep that's all included is that uh, yes let's go brandon will be um will be part two of all this also snl was put in the very unfortunate position of having to take aim at democrats as well which they were Mm -hmm. no fan of doing
5: yep that's great I have some news about men and women too and our society together that's over on our Patreon show if you head over to patreon.com slash burn barrel we have an extra segment just for our um, Patreon patrons each week over there so you can check that out you can also find us for free on Twitter, Facebook we're at burn barrel Pod on Twitter, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast we're on YouTube, on Rumble, on Gab on Parlour. you can email us burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com